Hi everyone. Welcome to weekly. Everybody for last week. Um, we seem to have a very nice turnout to our podcast last week. Um, it was really exciting. We got great feedback, uh, lots of emails, lots of messages, lots of questions. So that was really nice uh, for anybody that's just tuning in now and didn't get to catch last week's. Um, look into um, synyradio.com where you can listen live and you can also listen to those podcasts. Uh, last week you spoke about the introduction to life coaching and what life coaching can do for you. Some of the myths that are involved with life coaching, coaching versus therapy and things like that. What would be the best coach for you? So if you missed that last week, definitely tune in so that you can listen to that last week. Um, tonight we are going to be talking about breakthroughs and consciousness. What is a breakthrough? Do you need one? Why do you need one? Hello, someone there? Hello? Hello? Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. How are you? It's Isaac. Uh, Hi, Isaac. I'm on mute. I'm just doing an introduction. I'm going to get back to you, say, in a couple of minutes. Would that be okay? Fabulous. Great. So, breakthroughs and consciousness. And we're going to be talking a lot about what a breakthrough is, what are those moments for a person to actually break through, how do I get uh, what I like to call from stuck to unstuck? What are those moments in our lives that we make those decisions and we say, no longer, now I'm going to change. It's going to be that moment in my life that I am never going to be the same. Um, people have it sometimes when it comes to, say, smoking or the way they eat or the way they speak. Uh, it could happen in something in a spiritual aspect where you now take on something spiritual that you decided to, from now on, this is going to be the person that I am. Um, so tonight's a special night for the Jamal family. I want to say happy birthday to my daughter, Danielle, who is 13 today. Danielle, happy birthday. Uh, Daddy's really proud of you, always is. Um, Danielle's an amazing, you know, spunky, spontaneous person. She's just wonderful. She's always uh, full of smiles. And um, her mom and dad love her very much. So do her other brothers, uh, her brother and other sisters. And I just want to say happy birthday to Danielle. Um, about 120 of happiness and, you know, uh, wealth, health, uh, happiness, shalom, everything that you deserve. Um, so I want, to, I want to try to get a little bit into um, the process of what a breakthrough is and what holds us back from changing in our lives. What is it that actually holds us back? First of all, where in our lives do we feel stuck? Where in our lives do we feel like we want to get more or have more but don't get that opportunity? And how do I get out of it? How do I get myself out of my head and into my heart and start getting myself to grow to a point of fulfilling potential? And there's a methodology to that. Um, there's a couple of steps that a person has to go through to be able to have a breakthrough. First of all, 
What is it that keeps us in a rut? What keeps us stuck on a day-to-day basis? And most of the time, it's the story that we tell ourselves. Each one of us has a story. A childhood, maybe that we go back to, a parent that treated us in a certain way, a sibling that did, a school that did, uh, a teacher that did, but a story that we carry for the rest of our lives that identifies us. And let me try to give you an example. Um, If, say, someone's in a relationship and things aren't going well, say a woman wants more attention from her husband or he's working all the time, sometimes we start generalizing things and start telling ourselves certain things that we hold on to, like all men work, all men Uh, you know, really don't have time for their families. And those types of thoughts start to penetrate, and then we start looking for evidence in those areas of seeing other people that might manifest that. Or, um, you know, some of the myths that have been, as far as education is concerned, in the past. Say, girls are not so good in math or science. And they had studies based on that for years. But that was the story that we told ourselves. Now we know that women as well as men can excel in any field they want. And that's important to know. Once we change the ideology, once we change the story, then we have an opportunity to change. And this is really what happens in our lives. We have a particular habit or we have a particular um, comfort place that we want to break through from. Um, say we want to better our bodies, say we want to uh, advance our career, say in the workplace, right? Say an employer is at his job and he just doesn't feel like he has this relationship with the employees like he wants. So he keeps on making up excuses, let's just say, or stories that says, well, they're not staying late because they're not dedicated to their jobs. Now, that might be true, but a lot of the times the employee has to take a look at what he's doing. And is he paying attention to his employees? Does he understand what their needs are? And a lot of the times I find, especially when I step into the workplace, that when you walk into a place and an employer now has a new perspective, he's now changed the story from the employees, the issue, to maybe I have something to do with it. And all of a sudden, he starts to address some of the key concerns of the employee and their commitment to their job now becomes stronger. That's an amazing phenomenon that for a very long time, we have a particular perspective on something. A child, for example, when it comes to parenting, where a child just won't listen to a parent, or a parent's having a difficult time communicating with their child. How do you deal with that? A lot of the times, especially in these days, a parent will say that a child is being disrespectful. And we will, you know, confirm that with many different ways. We'll try to discipline a child. They'll push back. Um, I'll tell you a story. Me personally, uh, this morning I spent, I want to say, about 40 minutes with my two-and-a-half-year-old daughter who took a box of plastic spoons and decided to just throw them on the floor because she was playing. 
So I told her that she now needed to pick up the spoons, and she wasn't having it. She wasn't happy with that at all. Um, she got on the floor and threw a tantrum. And it took a long time and patience for me to work with her, to get her to a point where she understood that daddy wasn't moving anywhere, daddy wasn't going anywhere until we cleaned up the spoons. And the things that I wanted were only going to get, uh, you would only have that after you clean up the spoons. And it took a long time. But in those moments of discipline, yes, with a small child, but when you're talking about an older child, what ends up happening is a lot of the times we don't understand their perspective. And a lot of that has to do with the, own, the stories that we tell ourselves in our own head and getting out of that, breaking out of that um, monotonous, um, so monotonous is probably not the right word, but breaking out of that cycle of reinforcing the stories in our own minds and stop and actually see and consider are the stories we're telling ourselves true? Are they true? What am I, what I'm experiencing? It is, it, it, you know, it, is that story true? And the way a person goes through a breakthrough in any area of their lives, if they want to stop smoking, uh, if they want to lose weight, if they want to uh, get up early in the morning, they want to start exercising, they want to start eating right, they want to start doing some charitable work. What ends up, the process of the way everything works is, the first step is, say, I'm going to go back to smoking, for, for example. A person doesn't want to smoke anymore, but he finds himself feeling uh, that he's falling back into this habit constantly. The first step in having a breakthrough is knowing that there's a sense of satiation, that it's okay, I'm smoking, it's not bothering me, I, I feel fine about it, it's really not giving me any anxiety, it's not making me, giving me any guilt, it's giving me a sense of satisfaction where I'm just fine with the habit that I am, you know, that I'm involved in. And after a while, what ends up happening is you now have a sense of a value system that you believe in. And that value system now comes to a point where it breaks your satisfaction and now that habit of smoking becomes something that you're dissatisfied with. You're no longer satisfied with the status quo. I'm no longer happy. I, uh, my clothes start smelling. My car starts smelling. You know, my spouse starts complaining. My friends start complaining. You know that you're always, you know, I have to go outside for a cigarette, or that you're, you know, you you have a, a certain way about you, and you yourself now become a little dissatisfied with the habit. If you get to a real sense of dissatisfaction, the next step in having a breakthrough is just deciding that I'm no longer going to smoke. I'm no longer going to do it. And you come to a breaking point where you're absolutely done with smoking. And what happens in those moments of that decision is that truth now starts to settle in your brain because you've opened up a new opportunity, a new perspective for you to see what the truth is. And the truth starts coming in. It's not healthy for me. If I'm going to spend more time smoking, then my lungs are going to get 
more and more unhealthy, and I'm not going to have the energy that I like. And that truth, that truth now settles in to that habit. In the same moment, what happens is now you have an opportunity, and a door opens. A door of opportunity opens for you to say, I understand the truth. I'm so unsatisfied with smoking. Now I'm going to absolutely quit. I'm never going to touch it again. In that moment, a door opens. And if you don't take action in a short amount of time, just that short amount of time, I've heard even five seconds, you know, the brain itself or the mind has about a five-second trigger. Your brain is usually on autopilot. And when you hit the brakes, and that's really what a breakthrough or the moment of breakthrough is, is that you now hit the brakes on the habit or the thought or, or whatever it might be that you want to change or you feel stuck in. That door of opportunity opens. And if you don't walk through that door, if you don't take action, if you don't decide that I'm no longer, I'm, I'm going to make a declaration online for example, and I'm going to get on there, I'm going to get on the live, and I'm going to say that I am no longer going to smoke. And you make this declaration in front of the world, now that's taking action. That's walking through that opportunity, walking through that door of you committing, committing to no longer smoking. And that works with just about everything that a person is going to decide to change. And that can be just about anything. Again, it could be the way I parent. It could be the way I interact with my spouse. It could be the, the way I interact with a parent. It could be uh, the way that I have, uh, say, my sleeping habits. I want to get to bed earlier. And I want to wake up more energized. I want to wake up in the morning. I want to exercise. I want to get on a health kick. I want to... Um, just, I want to get on a bike ride. Anything that we have to break our comfort zones, anything that we are comfortable with and now we have to change any pattern, you have to go through those five steps. Again, the steps of satisfaction, where you're satisfied with the way your body looks. You're satisfied with the weight that you're at. And then at a certain point of letting go, you become dissatisfied with the way you look. And now you get to a point of decision where I am going to do something about this. Step four, again, is walking into that truth of if I don't now change the way I appear or get healthier, what's going to happen to me in a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years from now if I don't actually do something? I know for myself, I'm talking about health, uh, back in November, uh, I was at a Tony Robbins UPW um, event, which I recommend to anybody, uh, Unleash the Power Within. And after that, I had come to a decision where I was almost, well, I should say a little bit over 200 pounds, and I was uncomfortable, but I wasn't doing anything about it because life was just moving around at a rapid pace. And I decided that I was going to do something about it, so I completely changed my diet. I had not taken on exercise yet, but I completely changed my diet to a regimented healthy diet of eating you know, some healthy foods uh, three times a day, drinking a ton of water, and just being conscious about what it is that I wanted to do. And over, I want to say, a period of about four, four months, 
I lost about 25 pounds. And that moment of truth and that moment of me saying to myself, well, I'm 47 now. And if I, and this is something that I had in my own head, that if I don't change now before I'm 50, then I'll never really get into that pattern. And when I get older, I'm going to have, God forbid, more complications and more difficulties in my health. So to me, that was the truth. And then the door was actually changing the next day, taking action, going out there and buying my green powders, then making sure that my food was ready for the week, made myself a menu, you know, made sure I had the waters that I did, uh, you know, having a lemon water as soon as I woke, woke up in the morning so that I got regimented. So I started to change my normal habits, the things that we become complacent with. And there's a four-letter word that everybody uses. And the reason why people don't have breakthroughs in certain areas of their lives is that they're just fine with the status quo. How are you feeling? I'm fine. How's your job? I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's going well. How's your relationship? How's, how's, how's it at home? Oh, we're, we're doing just fine. And I want to push everyone listening. I do. Uh, and I'm going to give you a phone number here uh, to call in if you want to ask any questions because uh, I'm more than happy to answer questions live on air. Uh, the number is going to be 319-527-4160. 319-527-4160. And you can call there to ask any questions. And being fine in any area of your life is going to be that shackle that's going to hold you back from breaking through to anything that you want to grow into. It's understanding that living a fine life is fine, but don't you want to live an extraordinary life? Don't you want to live a passionate life? Don't you want to be fulfilled in every area of your life? Why settle for fine? Why settle for where, you're, where you are? And we do this to ourselves on a constant basis. You know, if something in the company is working, we've been doing it for a very long time. I hear all the time, if it's not broke, don't fix it. If it's not broke, don't fix it. And you listen to that and you say, you know what, it makes sense. It's not broken, so why do I need to fix it? But do you ever stop and ask yourself, can it be better? Is the process we're using in our business, we've been using it for a very long time, but how can we be more efficient? Can we go through the process so that everybody understands it? Can I explain it to the client that way? Can I, you know, uh, have some type of interactions? They're marketing that can be better. Um, you know, how can, you know, how can my routine become better? How can I become more efficient with time management? How can I manage my uh, uh, my, my, my home, right, or my lists, my shopping, uh, uh, my shopping list or things that I might need for the house. How do I get the best that I can be in a certain area in life? And the way you're going to do that is, first, you can't be satisfied with just fine. You have to want more. And we ask this question all the time as coaches or how's life? And if you answer 
life is good. And my follow-up question to you would be, can life be better? And the answer everyone will always give is, of course life can be better. Well, don't you want that? And we get ourselves in a rut. We get ourselves so comfortable in our emotional homes, I like to call it, in our comfort zones, right? A person wants to lose weight, and they're sitting in front of the TV with a tub of popcorn. Well, that's not the way you're going to lose weight. The way you're going to lose weight is to make decisions based on the goal that you want to achieve. Information is just a couple of keystrokes away. Anything you want in any field of life today, the information is readily available. It's right in front of us all the time. All you got to do is with a couple of keystrokes, go into Google, and Google will give you the three-step process, the five-step process, the 10-step process, the book that you can actually download that you're never going to read. The information is there. It's taking it in. It's a huge part of shifting is going to be state. Our state, is, our emotional state is going to be a big part of where we are. Hold on, I think we have a caller. Lisa? Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, Lisa, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm listening. Yeah. I, I, do you want to stay listening, Lisa? Or do you want to participate? Do you have anything to add? I love what you're saying. Everything you're saying hits such a button for me, um, you know, about the pain of staying, you know, where we are. And um, I find for me that um, when I used to have sugar, a lot of sugar in my system, um, it used to make me really ill, but I never, you know, I craved it so much that I didn't want to change the habit until I got sick and tired of feeling, you know, so ill. So for me, you know, I, you know, I never make the same mistake twice. I make it five or six or seven times just to be sure. So what so was it, it for you? What was it for you, Lisa? What was that moment for you where you had that, you know, that moment of breakthrough, that moment of decision that you said, no longer am I going to live my life that way? I think I remember I went for a run. And um, I was in Florida at the time with a trainer, and I remember we went running, and I told her, you know what, I have to stop. I feel really ill right now. I had a lot of sugar in my system, and I had a lot of wine. It was the holiday time, and I just remember after that saying, you know, I don't want to feel like this again, and I don't want to miss out on, you know, waking up early in the morning and feeling that energized feeling. So I started to, to, instead of seeing that chocolate cake as, you know, this delicious thing, I started to see it as something that was poison for me. So I just want to take that example, Lisa, and I want to bring in what we've been talking about, which is really the five-step process of having a breakthrough. And I know it sounds scientific, it's not, because most decisions that have changed our lives have come in a moment. 
But this is the, the mental process that we go through. So you had some satisfaction with having chocolate cake and having wine in just about freely whenever you wanted. And then there was a sense of dissatisfaction of when you woke up or when you were running and you felt it. And now you had some truths that came in that said, wait a minute, blood sugar, this is going to affect my life, which now gave you an opportunity to change it. And the way you did that is you shifted your perspective on what chocolate cake now is. Yes. Right? So that, and this process works with just about any area of our lives that we want to change a habit, even an idea, a shift in perspective and taking massive action to it. it that's the way we can create a breakthrough in just about every area in their life. Now, it, it's interesting because when we get comfortable with something, we don't even realize we're so conditioned to our routine, the way we think, that we never stop and be conscious about what my thought process is. We just go through, we wake up in the morning, we get on the treadmill, and it's like Groundhog's Day, and we're just going through it on a day-to-day basis. You know, there's an interesting, uh, there's an interesting um, story that I read about elephants. When elephants are younger and they're smaller, what they do to harness them is they put a rope around their leg. And the trainers condition the elephant that when the rope is around the leg that they can't move when they're smaller. And as an elephant develops and gets larger and larger, now the rope is not going to hold this large elephant. But the elephant, very, very, you know, just amazingly, the elephant now has the rope around their legs and they can snap it in a second. They actually don't move. Lisa, I'm going to put you on hold on a second. We have another caller. Let me see. Hello? You're on? Who's calling? Hello? You're on with Isaac? Hello? Is anyone there? Who is that? It's Isaac Jamal. You're on the air on SYNY Radio. Were you calling in? Okay, it seems like someone's calling to listen. So, again, about the elephants. When they get become bigger, all the trainers have to do is actually put a rope around their leg. And the elephant's conditioned to stay in place. And that's really a great metaphor, a great story for us, is we get into a certain routine. It may be the way our parents raised us. It might be a certain ideology. It could be something about the holidays or something about the way I'm supposed to dress. And a lot of the times we just go with what we've been fed, not asking the question of why and not being conscious about why I'm doing it. I had a client, you know, I say this all the time, we live in the most amazing community uh, in the world. We're so lucky to live in in this community and, um, you know, we're just so blessed. But within those walls of that blessing, we always have struggles and challenges. And this client 
said to me, I asked him, well, tell me about your life. And he was telling me how stressed he was and how he'd like to have a better relationship with his wife and how he's doing well at work, but he needs to make more and was making a, a beautiful salary, a few hundred thousand dollars. And I told him, okay. I said, so what's the goal? And he very, very sharply said to me, two homes and three vacations. Hmm. I said, okay, two homes and three vacations. And then I asked him the big question, and I asked him, why? And he turned and said, what do you mean, why? Well, that's what they told me to do. I said, who told you? Well, they, that's what, that's what we do. I, I said, okay, have you ever considered why? And he said, no, I've never thought about it. And I know it sounds simple, but a lot of us go through life not asking the basic questions. And let me give you some secrets tonight. The secret to fulfillment, the secret to happiness, the secret to adventure, the secret to life is consciousness. And being conscious about the moment, the present moment, not the past and not the future. There's only the right now because the past is a memory and the future is not here yet. It, it, hasn't, it doesn't exist yet. The only thing we can experience, the only thing my emotions, my body, my mental state can have the most fulfillment, the most joy, the most excitement and fulfillment of life is in the right now. But how many of us are so unconscious? We're not conscious about how our spouses really feel. can't tell you how many men I've spoken to about relationships, and they come in and they slam their hand and they say, my wife just doesn't get me. She just doesn't get me. And then I ask them, do you get her? He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, do you understand what her perspective is? Do you know what her day-to-day -day routine is? Do you know what her responsibilities are on a day-to-day? -day? And then we start thinking about it, and all of a sudden, there's a shift. There's a shift in perspective, and there's a shift in consciousness. That shift in consciousness opens up doors, many of them, for change in our life. The changes we're looking for all depend on our consciousness because if we shift perspectives, we shift our lives and we grow. I'll give you a great example. A couple is married for six months and they are just in love with each other. They're happy, they're excited, they're creative in their relationship, their emotional state their emotional state is one of excitement. So she'll ask him and she'll say, well, honey, would you mind taking out the garbage? Of course. Yeah, sure, honey. I, of course, I'd love to take out the garbage. Hmm. Right? That same couple, seven months or seven years later, she tells him, well, well honey, would you mind taking out the garbage? He says, what do I look like, the janitor? What happens in that? Where is the shift? The shift is in perspective. The shift is in emotion. The shift is in consciousness of where I am at the moment. 
And if we can become more aware, more conscious of our surroundings, walking down the street and saying good morning to people. Now, we're in Jersey now for the summertime, I know, or, or if you're in the city and you're working on a day-to-day basis, how many people do you actually pass, speed by on a day-to-day basis where you don't even lock eyes? How many times in Brooklyn or anywhere you are, you're just going and people are just, when do we ever just stop and just look around and say, you know, good morning, good afternoon, how are you? Consciousness is about understanding my surroundings, understanding what's happening right now. And the more we're in tune with that, the more we're able to enjoy the moment. You know, it's summertime and people like to go to the shore and we enjoy the ocean and we enjoy the the beautiful weather. You know, as long as it's not too, you know, not 102 degrees, a lot of people complain about that. But there's, but there's also consciousness in that, right? There's consciousness in anywhere we are. Are we complaining or are we enjoying? What is this moment to me? And what is it that when you look at to a beautiful ocean that you can see beauty, you feel spiritually connected, There's a little bit of, you know, Hashem in the world out there. What is it about that moment? And if you really think about it, it's because you're present. You're present in the moment. You're stopping and you're taking it in. And if you can do that in any area of your life, in your business, your personal health, your personal mental state, in your communities, in your homes with your spouses or with your children, and be conscious about what's this child's routine. You know, I have a habit, and every once in a while, you know, now I'm on the radio, so it's going to get exposed, or, you know, my kids are going to hear this, but every once in a while, I like to go and lay in my child's bed while they're not there, just to feel like, what is it to sleep in this bed? What's it like in this room? What's the closet like? What's the experience? Because I live in my room. I sleep in my room. I have my closet. I know what my perspective is, but what is my child's perspective? What's their life like? It's understanding someone else's perspective and being conscious of it that's going to get me to understand that person more. That's where my connection is going to become deeper. And as we've said so many times before, Life is about our interpersonal relationships. Our interpersonal relationships is where life really matters and happens. Everything else is a functionality. Going to work, paying the bills, making money, having a career, going to school to have a career. Whatever that might be, those are functions of interpersonal relationships. And interpersonal relationships takes presence and it takes consciousness. And when we become conscious, and bring it, bring it back now to what we were talking about earlier, that's where breakthroughs happen. It's that shift in, I used to only see it through my own eyes. Let me take a third-party view. And try this at home. It's a great exercise when you're actually talking to somebody, anybody, a child, a spouse, a friend, a sibling, a parent, a, a, a 
an employee, an employer, a coworker, anybody. While you're speaking to them, for a moment, imagine a camera about six or seven feet away filming you and shift your perspective as to what this conversation looks like. And you will get a different perspective. Whatever we see through our eyes is not what the other person sees through theirs. And it's for sure not the perspective of a third person looking at the other two. And if we start practicing that, if we start practicing a shift in perspective, a shift in consciousness, that's going to develop into a breakthrough. Because those are the true moments of when I start seeing things in a way. You know, we, we, we got, thank God, you know, we go to classes, we learn, we educate ourselves. And what that does is gives me a new perspective. It, it lifts me up. It inspires me to want to grow. And the only thing that's going to do that is a shift in that perspective. It's that consciousness of now realizing my life can be so much better if I only dot, dot, dot. You guys fill it in, whatever that might be. And it's amazing how quickly when that happens, life just really becomes joyful. It really becomes fulfilled. And, and, and what does that mean? Just full. Life becomes full. I want to give the uh, number out again. Uh, we're going to have a, a few more minutes. Uh, again, the number is 319-527-4160. 319-527-4160, which will give me an opportunity to give myself a plug. Um, this fall coming up, I will be giving an online program that will be filled with breakthroughs, filled with techniques of getting you unstuck. It's actually going to be the fastest way, and this is, again, community built or Jewish Orthodox built for the way we live and the beliefs and the traditions that we have, custom made, and it, it's going to be so uh, uh, exciting to work with everybody. Now, people have been enrolling and we're going to continue in enrolling. There's going to be a cutoff space, uh, cutoff time at a, at a particular time. But it's going to be a 12-week program that I'm calling from stuck to unleashed. And there, we're going to help you discover what your comfort zones are. And we're going to help you understand what makes you tick. Why you seem to end up in the same place all the time. Why can't you break free of it? And there's a science to that, and we're going to teach you that. And we're going to teach you how to assess yourself of what the costs have been. And people don't realize that every action has a cost. And what has the cost been? My working to try to keep up with everybody else in the community what cost does that come with? You might live in the house you want, drive the car you want, but what are those costs interpersonally? What does it happen to your health? What happens to you? With, are you an anxious person? Are you an angry person all the time? Do you not have time to spend time with your kids or your spouse? There's always a cost 
the things that we want. And to understand that if you don't make the shift, if you don't make the change, what's that going to cost you? And then we give you specific, detailed techniques as to now make the shift, how to break through and unleash the potential inside of you so that you can grow into the person you were always meant to be. It's going to be so exciting. At the end of the program, we're all going to go to Florida for two nights and three days, and we're going to have an amazing seminar where we're going to exercise together. We're going to breathe together. We're going to declare together. We're going to have a tribe come together in declaring who they no longer will be and will become now and forever and continue to grow deeper consciousness, more breakthroughs on a day-to-day basis. Um, Lisa, I want to thank you. I I know you're listening diligently. Um, Yes, I am. I'm excited. Thank you for calling. Um, And I thank everybody for listening in. I really appreciate it. We're going to be live every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock at synyradio.com. My son's cheering. Yay. (laughs) We're going to be here every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. And, again, I want to say happy birthday to my daughter, Danielle. I love you very much. Um, Daddy's really, really proud of you. And uh, maybe we'll get you that gift that you asked us for. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Lisa, thank you for calling in again. And I'm excited to hear your comments. You can email me. Um, I'd like to, if I, at last minute, what I'd really like is people, you can reach me at um, Jamal Coaching on Instagram. You can reach me at Isaac Jamal at Facebook or LinkedIn. What I'd really like is, you know what, Lisa, we have a phone call coming in. Let me, let me see if I can hold on. Oh, there it is. Hello? Hi, Isaac. Hi, who's this? Raquel. Hi, Raquel. How are you? Good. What's doing? I'm listening. It sounds great. I'm, like, loving everything you're saying. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm, like, taking notes here. Do you want to tell me a little bit about maybe a breakthrough that, or in a specific place in your life that you either have or you'd like to have? Yeah, so initially when I was thinking about what I wanted to call in and say, I was thinking to talk about the breakthrough that I actually had a couple of weeks ago um, with, your, with your help and your, like, you drove me to get there. Amazing. Um, it was, yeah, it was just like being able to see a situation in a different in a different light and a different perspective and like the reason behind everything helped me like I don't know it was just like a snack like literally it was just like I don't have to live that way anymore do you want to give us like, the story or specific um, about me um I did have another question because I wanted okay. to like get your perspective but if you want me to talk about that I will um Okay you can you can ask the question that's okay Yeah no I was just wondering like I know I could talk to you all the time but I feel like this is a like some like a conversation that people could benefit from um 
I find that it's so much easier to, to see the potential and believe in other people than it is in yourself and for yourself. And, and I why, think why like do, right Why do you feel that way? What makes you feel that way? Um, I don't know. I just noticed just from my experiences that I'm able to, just from how I deal with people and just friends or who, people, I'm able to just see people for what they are good for and, and what they can offer and help them bring it out of themselves. But when it comes to me, it's like so much harder. <laughs> well, a lot of the times um, we get stuck in our own head. We have a dialogue inside of us. And I don't want to make it too technical, but there's a dialogue inside of us where there's a conversation going on inside of our heads. And we're basically debating on what it is that we should do. And one of the techniques I like to use is I like to spend some time every day meditating. And there are different guided meditations that I like to do because after a while I find them to be monotonous where it's mm-hmm. in the same space or it might get boring. So I like to change it up myself. I'm very much a variety person. I like changing my routines up so I don't get bored. I'm a person that gets yes, bored very, sure. very quickly. So for me, in those moments, it's trying to silence your mind, which is basically a computer. It helps you survive. And it wants you always to be in your comfort zone, but it's not going to be the tool that's going to help you grow. It might be the tool to help you analyze. It might be the tool that might help you get strategy. But the mm-hmm. will and the commitment is going to come from your heart. And if you can connect to your heart and what it wants, let's take, let's take an example. I remember okay. Raquel, you, you and I spoke about exercising. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and shifting exercising. Right? And I, went, and, and I went to exercise yesterday after that conversation. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I really am. It was That's amazing. amazing. That's amazing. So, or let's just say food habits, for example. Right? Someone knows they shouldn't be eating something or drinking something, but they're going to allow themselves to do it. Where's the conflict? Where's the conflict? And I like to bring it down to to explain it to you, the body alarms, um, the way the body works is there's going to be a conflict between I want to have the French fries, I want to have the ice cream, I want to have the fatty foods, and I know it's not healthy for me. So there's an inner dialogue there of whether or not it's good for me or not. I know the answer. It's not good for me, but I can't keep my hand from stretching out and putting it in my mouth. Right, there's like something holding me back. There's something that's keeping me stuck. So the mind is always going to be convincing you of, it's going to be fine. Just have it. You'll enjoy it. And for the moment, you will. You'll absolutely enjoy it. Later on, you'll have that sense of guilt because you broke your own value system. Totally. Now, where did your, your value system come from? It came from your heart. It came from what you truly know is good for you. And saying yes to that takes commitment, 
It takes pushing yourself. Nobody wants to go to the gym. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people that love working out. Ask them how they started. Until it becomes a habit. And even then, right. pushing yourself to get up in the morning and get on a bike on a constant basis, some mornings you're sluggish and you don't want to do it. But if you don't force yourself to do it, it'll never get done. Ask someone that goes out for a run how they feel in the beginning of the run and how they feel when they finish it. Getting there is the difficult part. The excitement, the fulfillment, the achievement, the celebration only comes after the achievement. Mentally, Mm -hmm. we're always thinking about the achievement. In our hearts, if we say yes to what we believe in our heart and you actually follow through with it, Mm -hmm. That's where your true fulfillment's going to come. That's where you've pushed your limits. That's where you've grown. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. And it's obviously there in my heart to be able to to make a change because, you know, I've helped people around me. And I've helped myself too, but sometimes it gets a little bit tricky when it comes to me. Um, But just to know that, like, it's action. If I, it's taking yeah. the action. If you're going to analyze it, you're going to analyze yourself to paralysis. It's so true. It's just like if do you're going to stay right, you just. I, I, I always say all the time. Nike said it the best. Just do it. Stop thinking about it and get up and do it. Because the mind has a trigger. It's a five second trigger. If you have in your mind set that you want to go exercise. If you don't do it in a five, four, three, two, one, you're thinking come about up with so many. right excuses, and that's what we started the podcast with. Is that you're going to come up with some story? You know, now nah, come, I'll do it later. You know, now's not the right time. I'm a little sluggish now. I'm tired, and those thoughts will keep you in your comfort zone. That's the mind. The mind will always keep you in your comfort zone. Your heart always wants what's best for you. But it's saying yes to those moments that you're going to grow, that you're going to have that breakthrough. Yes. Exciting. Thank you so much for calling. So you're Thanks, awesome. You're so awesome. Excited. You got it, sweetie. Bye. Okay, everybody, we're going to wrap up. I want to say thank you to Lisa. I want to say thank you to Raquel for calling in. And as I was saying before Raquel called is, I want to hear from you. What areas of life do you feel stuck? What areas of life do you feel you need a breakthrough? And I want you to email me. You could email me at jamalcoaching at gmail.com. You can, like I said, get me on Instagram at jamalcoaching. You can direct message me on Facebook or on LinkedIn under Isaac Jamal. Thank you again. I'm looking forward to seeing you again next Tuesday night. Looking forward to your comments. Thank you for listening in, and good night.